Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Chop, chop. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's a beautiful day. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. You guys are nerds. This is exactly what the nerds want. Our name shall become legend. Spoken in hushed tones by nerds across the galaxy. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerds must love this place. They think we're a bunch of nerds, and I'll tell you something. I think they're right. Let, let the nerds take over. Let the nerds take over! Rise and shine, nerds. We hope you've got your coffee because it's time for our brand new morning show for Love Thy Nerd and anyone who finds themselves with a cross-section of nerd culture and church culture. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the director of content and resources at Love Thy Nerd. And I'm Deidre, last daughter of Krypton. Oi, it's a new week. We are <laughs> yeah, our third yeah. week of the show. How are you feeling? Yeah, feeling good. Feeling, feeling good. good. I think yeah. last week we, we both got... Yeah, Much I, less nervous. I did too good last week. Now I gotta, you know. You gotta keep it up. Gotta keep it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, I am feeling. Last week I was full of energy. This week I am so tired. And I really think it's because two nights ago we went swimming. And swimming takes it out of me. And I'm, I'm so old now that I'm still feeling the effects. Two days later. I slept for over eight hours last night. And I'm still exhausted. Yeah. That almost never happens. And right? I'm still exhausted. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't like getting older. Eight hours as a parent is pretty good sleep right there. It's so rare. Yeah. <laughs> it's so rare I get more than six. It's usually five. It's usually five. Go to bed at about one o'clock and get up at six. That's what it feels like. <laughs> Especially on the weekends. Oh, later in the show, we've got an extended interview with Love Thy Nerds IRL events lead Luke Filippiak today learning about how he became the man that he is. But first, it's time for our weird news roundup. Here are a few stories that you might not have heard yet. Oh, babe. What? So there's a... <laughs> what do you got for me this morning? <laughs> this, is, this is just, it's a sad story. It's a sad headline to read. Harvard professor who studies dishonesty is accused of falsifying data. (laughs) (laughs) Francesca Gino, a prominent professor at Harvard Business School known for researching dishonesty and unethical behavior, has been accused of submitting work that contains falsified results. That's just part of his research. (laughs) You gotta wait a little bit. He's not done. Uh, she, she's still, she, oh, she's not she, done. My bad. She, uh, has authored dozens of captivating studies in the field of behavioral science, consulting for some of the world's biggest companies like Goldman Sachs and Google, as well as dispensing advice on news outlets like the New York times, wall street journal and NPR. But over the last two weeks, several people, including a colleague came forward with claims that Gino tampered with data in at least four papers. Gino is currently on administrative leave. Harvard Business School declined to comment on what on uh, when that decision was made, as well as the allegations in general. In a statement shared in LinkedIn, the professor said she was aware of the claims, but did not deny or admit any wrongdoing. Hmm. She said, I, as I continue to evaluate these allegations and assess my options, I am limited into what I can say publicly. I want to assure you that I take them seriously and they will be addressed. How do, I mean, 
<laughs> unless you're unless you're coming to say, "Hey, I didn't do that," and here's proof. What are you addressing? <laughs> are She's you acknowledging that? to everybody that I will. <laughs> of the situation. <laughs> Now, the scandal was first reported by the Chronicle of Higher Education earlier this month, uh, which last month, rather. According to the news outlet, over the past year, Harvard had been investigating a series of papers involving Gina, uh, Gino. The university found that a 2012 paper, it appeared someone had added and altered figures in its database. Uh, the study itself looked at whether honesty in tax and insurance paperwork differed between participants who were asked to sign truthfulness declarations at the top of the page versus at the bottom of the page. The proceedings of the uh, National Academy of Sciences, which had published the research, has now retracted it. Uh, shortly after the story, Data Collada, a group of three investigators, came forward with similar accusations. After examining a number of Gino's works, the team said they found evidence of fraud spanning over a decade, most recently in 2020. Wow. I mean, there's just, there's just some things you can't do. You can't be a researcher on honesty and fake <laughs> your papers. <laughs> Trishan says, sounds like she'd make a good politician. It's <laughs> uh, never been more true. <sighs> All right. Next story. <laughs> so, <laughs> Elon Musk uh -huh. and Mark Zuckerberg uh -huh. have been going back and forth online about the possibility of an MMA-style cage match between the two gazillionaire tech gurus. They're going to hurt themselves. <laughs> Dana, Dana White confirmed it was a real possibility that both sides actually seem to be all in. <clears throat> and uh, since then, Italy has entered the chat. <laughs> this will blow your mind. An official from the government in Italy contacted Mark Zuckerberg about Zerg. Ah. Mark Zuckerberg about staging a UFC fight against Elon Musk at the most legendary battleground in the world, the Roman Coliseum. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where the gladiators fought lions. <clears throat> Will there be lions? <laughs> uh, this is supposedly from a first person from a person with firsthand information about the fight. Uh, but apparently, Italy is disputing the report. The Ministry of Culture's office issued a statement saying, There has been no formal contact from the ministry, nor any written document. Even if the news appears tasty, it is unfounded. Sources with direct knowledge confirm again. The ministry first reached out to Mark Zuckerberg, then requested. Uh, then the request was forwarded to Dana White. And there was a follow-up, and a call was set for next week. The ministry added, If Zuckerberg and Musk wanted to perform in the Coliseum, they would have to make a non-violent challenge, it says. So they couldn't actually fight. We don't do that anymore in our Coliseum, <laughs> Americans. That is don't, not allowed. Don't besmirch the good name of the Roman Coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> our sources are scoffing at this, saying the ministry reached out because of the fight challenge. That's why Elon coyly mentioned the Coliseum in a tweet last night. Uh, so nothing official yet. Wow. But. Wow. Like, would it really be like an all-out put up your dukes kind of well, fight look, this has been happening or a are lot, they just actually. like you know it's just a big 
I'm not sure they're friendly. Marketing thing. I'm not sure they're friendly enough to want to do a <laughs> a collab like that. That's not an actual fight. But I mean, there there has been a lot of that going on. There's a fact. There's a whole uh, series. I don't remember where now, but there's a whole series where YouTube celebrities and and it's not like the young all the young people. You know, it's like older YouTube celebrities are boxing each other. You know, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and people really want to see that. So, uh, yeah, Zuckerberg versus Musk would be really weird. Wow. Zuckerberg's younger, mm-hmm. but he's also like a wiry guy. <laughs> really, really, really thin. <clears throat> I need to get some muscles going. <laughs> Musk was carrying sinks around on Twitter. So I mean, he's, <laughs> he knows, he's, he's got the weight behind him, I think. Oh, man. All right. Well, we're going to stop it right there and take our first break. But when we come back, we've got today's nerdy news story. This week in nerd history, July 3rd through the 9th. On July 3rd, 1985, Back to the Future premiered in American theaters. This classic sci-fi comedy film follows the adventures of Marty McFly, a teenager who accidentally travels back in time to 1955 in a DeLorean car modified by his eccentric friend, Doc Brown. There, he meets his young parents and must ensure that they fall in love or else he will cease to exist. On July 3rd, 1991, Terminator 2 Judgment Day was released in the U.S. This sci-fi action film follows the mission of a reprogrammed Terminator to protect John Connor, the future leader of the human resistance, from a more advanced and deadly Terminator sent by Skynet, the rogue artificial intelligence. The film explores themes of fate, free will, and human nature. On July 3rd, 1996, Independence Day released in theaters. This sci-fi disaster film depicts the global response to an alien invasion on July 4th. The film follows a diverse group of characters, including a fighter pilot, a computer expert, and the President of the United States, as they try to stop the aliens from destroying humanity. The film features spectacular special effects and patriotic themes. On July 3rd, 2007, Transformers debuted in theaters. This sci-fi action film is based on the popular toy line and animated series. This film follows the war between two factions alien robots, the heroic Autobots, and the evil Decepticons, who can disguise themselves as vehicles and other objects. This film also stars Shia LaBeouf as Sam Witwicky, a teenager who gets caught up in the conflict and befriends the Autobot leader, Optimus Prime. On July 3rd, 2015, Codenames was released by Czech Games Edition. This party game was a hit among gamers and critics alike and won several awards and nominations. The game involves two teams of spies trying to identify their agents on a grid of words using one-word clues given by their spy masters. The game also features various modes and variants that added more challenge and fun to the gameplay. On July 3rd, 2020, a film version of the hit Broadway musical Hamilton was released on Disney+. Plus. The film features the original cast, including Lin-Manuel Miranda as Alexander Hamilton, and showcases the musical's blend of hip-hop, jazz, R&B, and Broadway styles. Hamilton tells the story of the American founding father and his role in the Revolutionary War in the early years of the nation. On July 6, 2016, the Pokemon Go app was released. This popular mobile game lets you catch and battle virtual creatures in the real world. You can explore different locations, join teams, and compete with other players. Pokemon Go is fun, addictive, and social. On July 7th, 1996, Hulk Hogan shocked the wrestling world when he turned heel and joined the NWO at Bash at the Beach 1996. He betrayed his friends and fans by attacking Randy Savage and allying with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Hogan's heel turn was one of the most memorable and influential moments in wrestling history. Finally, on July 7th, 2015, Rocket League was first released. This fast-paced and exciting game combines soccer and race car driving. You can play online or offline, solo or with friends, and customize your cars with various items and 
decals. Rocket League players can participate in competitive playlists to compete in ranked matches. These playlists allow players to earn a rank based on their skill rating, which is a measure of their skill in the game. For more nerdy facts about the topics we shared today, find our companion article for this week on lovethynerd.com. I'm Radio Matt, and I'll see you next time for more Nerd History. to Rise and Shine Nerds, LTN's brand new morning show, and there are four ways that you can experience our show. If you prefer to see our smiling faces each morning, you can join the YouTube premiere of each episode at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. While we aren't actually live, I will be live in the YouTube chat watching along under the Love Thy Nerd handle. Uh, We've been doing it now for the first couple weeks, and it's been a fun time every time, so I would love to have you watch along with us. Let's talk about ad blockers. (laughs) Uh, So, in our home, we have uh, the YouTube app on our TV mm-hmm. that our kids mainly watch, and because uh, you know, the YouTube Kids app is garbage, it should YouTube Kids app should work exactly like the main YouTube ad app. It should just cut out all the stuff kids can't see. That's that's all it should do. Mm-hmm. It should give you a white listing option for certain channels, a black listing option for certain channels. You should be able to customize it. YouTube's been around for so long. I don't understand why this is so difficult. Anyway. Our kids like to watch things like Team Edge and the Dangy Bros. They're Christians, mm-hmm. but they're it's not necessarily educational content. They're just having right. goofy fun and you know hijinks and whatever. So they watch through the main YouTube app, and they've had to deal with ads. And for the most part, you could I've I've tried going in and customizing like what kind of ads I want to see and all that. And for a little while, it seemed to work. But now we're still getting like ads for R-rated movies, scary things. October's the worst. Yeah. Scary movie previews and things popping up that and they just... have to watch even five seconds of is too much. Mm-hmm. And inappropriate things. And inappropriate Inappropriate ads. Yeah. Inappro- there's one a, a new, I think it's the new, um, I don't remember her name now. New movie. From that one girl that nobody really likes. <laughs> but in the first five seconds, it's like there's a, a quick shot of like five female butts bouncing up in the air. I'm like, oh what God. the heck? Save it for five seconds after. So that was kind of like the last straw for me. And we went ahead and downloaded or we went ahead and started paying for YouTube premium mm-hmm. for that account just to get them off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have my own account where... I watch a whole bunch of stuff that I don't want like popping up for the boys in the recommendations or anything like that. And so I have a ad, no, just like Viridian's saying here, I have a, a ad blocker on my account. Uh, and so I never see ads when I play YouTube uh, on my on my PC, which is where I mostly watch it. Well, YouTube's kind of uh, 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 getting wise to that now, <laughs> and they are actively working to test a three strikes policy for ad blockers. Uh, so here, let me read the story. Uh, YouTube has now confirmed that it's testing a three strikes policy for ad blocking on, on its platform. It... Uh, YouTube requires users pay YouTube premium, pay for YouTube premium if they want the ad-free experience. But some of us bypass ads by using third-party apps 
Uh, but according to uh, Redditor, Reddit in me apparently came across the new three strikes pop-up menu while watching YouTube on their PC with Adblock enabled. And so there's a screen capture here, and it says, it's like a big pop-up that came over the video. It says, video player will be blocked after three videos. And then it has little bullet points. It says, it looks like you may be using an ad blocker. Video playback will be blocked unless YouTube is uh, a whitelisted or the ad blocker is disabled. Ads allow YouTube to stay free for billions of users worldwide. You can go ad-free with YouTube Premium, and creators can still get paid for your subscription. And so then there's two buttons, allow YouTube ads or try YouTube Premium. Wow. Uh, and I don't know if this is like video player will be blocked after three videos uh, forever for your account until you do one of these two things, or if it's just for the day or a certain amount of time. Right. But either way, most people... People who are, you know, watching YouTube, they're not just watching one video. They usually have a, a playlist, a watch list, you know, mm -hmm. doing a lot of things. So, yeah. So, Tristan and Viridian talking in our chat <laughs> about the yeah, YouTube browser. Yeah, they both use that, too. It's very <laughs> likely that here in the next, uh, here in the coming weeks, that is going to roll out to all accounts. Uh, and so, we might be facing a, a little bit of a battle. <sighs> so... Let's see here. For what it's worth, uh, the people that wrote this article, which was Android Authority, uh, have not yet seen that ad blocker on theirs. Uh, but YouTube has officially confirmed that they are actively doing this. And so it likely hasn't rolled out to everyone yet. I've tested it since reading the article earlier this week or last week. I've tested it a few times. I still haven't seen that pop up. Mm -hmm. But uh, might just have to all switch to the family premium plan. <laughs> if we have to, uh, it'll be a bummer because it's been years. It's been years that they've that uh, we've been able to use AdBlock for YouTube with like no problem whatsoever. But it makes sense. Uh, I mean, I know that websites have the ability to block your access to the website if it detects you're using an ad blocker. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of surprised YouTube hasn't done this already. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. So. The good times are over. That's all, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Let's take one more break. Uh, when we get back, we're diving into our main topic, our interview with Luke Filipiak. What's up, nerd? Are you enjoying this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Tune in to LTN Radio for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie 24-7. Not to mention a whole network of podcasts, shows, specials, and shorts, many of which air on LTN Radio before they're available anywhere else. Join us at ltnonair.com to see our schedule, stream our station, and download our app. and shine nerds ltn's brand new morning show before we jump into our main topic today we've got an article recommendation this past friday jake thomas posted the second part of his three series three part series <laughs> on gospel reflections on guardians of the galaxy three this article is focused on finding your purpose you can find this article on the home page right now on lovethynerd.com 
This week, I sat down with Love Thy Nerds IRL events lead Luke Filippiak to learn more about him and what is going on in LTN right now. Today, we're learning all about who Luke really is. Joining me today and this whole week is Luke Filippiak, one of a handful of official Love Thy Nerd staff members and our IRL events coordinator, mainly in charge of our missions trips to conventions and also heading up the team this year for our first ever Nerd Culture Ministry Summit. He also streams on Twitch as Frostbite4, or IV. Uh, thank you for joining us, Luke. How are you today? Hello. Happy to be here. I am doing... Very well, actually. <laughs> so one thing which um, I'll admit is mostly my fault is that despite us working together for probably a little over a year now or more than what, maybe more than a year, a while, yeah, give or take. I don't really know too much about you beyond surface level stuff. I don't uh, know. Perhaps you, I kept it that way. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps that was the plan. Uh, I don't know your history. I don't know your faith journey. I don't know what really motivates you in your life. And uh, I am attempting to remedy this uh, this week as myself and all of our listeners get to know the real Luke. You down for that? Sure. Right. The short answer is coffee. That's, <laughs> there it is. What what motivates me? Coffee. <laughs> well, today I do want to start with some basic questions. So basic level question that we used to all ask in chat rooms is, uh, you know, location based. So where did you grow up? Yeah. Um, starting off with the, the complicated questions. Um, <laughs> I kind of, I, I moved all over the place as a kid. We... We were never in, I never remembered a house that we lasted longer than like two or three years, maybe. Uh, but I was born in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. I lived for about like the first 11 years of my life. I lived in Wisconsin. We were at a like a town in the middle of nowhere. Both my parents graduated from a college there and worked there for 15 years. And so that's where I spent the first 12 hmm. years of my life. And then around 11 or 12, I, me and my family moved out to the island of Guam, um, where I went to school from sixth grade till I graduated high school. What was that like? Warm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the move actually didn't rattle me as a kid. Um, I remember me and my brother being super stoked. Uh, we made friends pretty quickly, adjusted well. Um, and yeah, I love it. That's where I consider myself like being from or like growing up. Yeah. Um, even though it wasn't quite the majority of my life, like as a child, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Were you, were your family in military or was it just for other reasons? It was ministry based. Ministry so we weren't based. missionaries, but, um, through the college that they worked at, um, and, um, like we had connections out there. And so like the camp, the, uh, the camp administrator, the guy that ran the camps that at the college they worked at, he became the head pastor out at this church on the Island of Guam. Um, and they, you know, kept tabs on one another and there was a need. Um, and he brought them out on, uh, like a, a missions trip. So they had a really bad storm. Uh, a really bad typhoon blow through, ripped the school apart. And so our Ooh. church at the time sent out a team. My parents were on that team and 
little did they know they were being scouted <laughs> uh, uh, just to see if they'd be a good fit out there. And they were offered jobs. And yeah, we moved out there. They, my dad was like head of um, like the one of the chief administrators um, headed up a project where we built like a multi-purpose building out there, gym, classrooms, computer lab, uh, multi-purpose rooms, stage for all the fine arts stuff. And so, uh, and then my mom worked in the office, which is where I spend a lot of time drinking their coffee. <laughs> I'm telling you, it all comes back to coffee. It all comes back to coffee. I, I just texted my wife because I don't quite remember because we haven't talked about it in over a decade. But I'm pretty sure she lived in Guam for a year. Oh, dang. It was either it like yeah. a year or two. It was either it was either she lived there or just her dad went okay. TDY there. But I don't quite remember. Okay. So I'm gonna military we're gonna, we're gonna related or back. military related. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm we're gonna circle back to that once yeah. I find out. Once she texts me back. So there's a there's a joke <laughs> on on Guam where it's just like. If you're white, people ask you, oh, do you go to this church or are you military? <laughs> Those are like the two options. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm used to being asked if I'm military or not. <laughs> um, well, I mean, besides besides uh, the specific stuff that you just, just laid out there, what was your childhood like growing up? Like, what were you into as a kid? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember like being super young and watching the original Star Wars trilogy with my dad yeah. and like vividly I remember like scenes from it with my dad watching um eating Doritos on on our couch from the 90s <laughs> and uh <laughs> um yeah just being super into Star Wars I had like all the Star Wars toys I had that one like Millennium Falcon that like wasn't quite a transformer, but it had like two pieces that like folded out and it was supposed to turn into a Y wing, but it was like, I don't know. I, I vividly remember that I had a ton of star Wars Lego. So I was super into, into star Wars growing up. Uh, and then I don't know, like middle school, early high school is when I got a GameCube, And so that's when I kind of really got into Nintendo, um, <laughs> playing Zelda and, all sorts of stuff. I had a I had a Game Boy pretty early on too, so I, I played a lot of that stuff. Um, I played a lot of the like like games, like spinoffs of like current movies, and you, so like I mean, you remember Aladdin and like Lion King stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then moving on into like Scooby Doo and like all this stuff, like so none of the like AAA games that were coming out at the time. I was just playing that all Lion these King like, game, man. <laughs> like terrible like spin-offs from movies and stuff where the levels are super <laughs> hard yeah the lion king game was real real difficult uh aladdin was too as i recall yeah yeah those ones one. specifically were very early on they got <laughs> i don't want to say they got better because they didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah not the ones that are based on movies too much uh but then yeah like into high school me and my buddies were were super into runescape and so mm. played a lot of RuneScape, um, so much so that our English class in high school, instead of us writing like reports on books we've read, um, our teacher gave us the op like the option of um, doing video projects. And so, you know, like all the normal students would go home and like, you know, record 
with their little point and shoot cameras and do, you know, all that stuff. Me and my buddies would go home. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We probably put like over a hundred hours into this project because we <laughs> recorded the whole thing in RuneScape, like acted it out, like screen capped it, acted it out. And then w with our later ones, we would, we would just rip all of the music off of like current movies and stuff. So that was super illegal. Um, <laughs> But we would we would record voiceovers in a our like our ministry like the church school there, the school we went to had a radio station like a local Christian radio station, and we would go there and we would pull in teachers and our friends and we would have them record the parts for our project and so it was just this whole ordeal way over the top. We did like Scarlet Letter, we did Frankenstein's monster, wow. we did Beowulf. It was. It was a, it was incredible, and <laughs> to this day I don't know. Like they were posted to YouTube, but they got taken down for copyright sure. infringement yeah, yeah, and all yeah, of that. Yeah. And so it's just like <laughs> all of that work is just gone. <laughs> but yeah, that was me growing up. <laughs> uh, well, let's uh, let's move into uh, your romantic life here. How did you meet your wife, Asia, known as Asia the girl? Um, Asia the girl on twitch it is, yeah on all the socials on the, the socials twitch. yeah um so i met her on guam um i i i remember we both remember the day we met each other uh because at the time uh it was <clears throat> one summer um she was working like the the summer school program like the we called it cool school so it was just like <laughs> daycare with a little bit of education in there and she was helping volunteer and I, being the nerd that I was, was working IT at the school, um, going around classroom to classroom, defragging all the computers, <laughs> as one does. And um, that's when, like, Facebook had all the, like, you could add all the, like, widgets and things to your to your wall on Facebook, and you would have, like... There was like the graffiti like widget that you could draw on each other's like wall. There was the like I don't remember that season of Facebook. I think I was still loyal. Oh to man, it was so then. early on. <laughs> if I could take anything back in time to like what it was, it would be Facebook because it was. I literally it was thought you could only do that kind of stuff on MySpace. I don't remember that from Facebook. Yeah, I was so well, Facebook was like trying Facebook real hard straight laced <laughs> Zanga, all that stuff. Zanga, Zanga blogs, but. So we met there and that, so I brought up Facebook because you could have all this stuff on your wall and yeah. like her and her friends were in there in this classroom working. Um, I like drew something on their like Facebook walls for them, like some, I don't know, like terrible beach scene. Um, and then like, I remember drawing one for her and then like, we just got talking, hit it off. And I mean, the rest is history, but yeah, uh, Ever since high school, we've been high school sweethearts. So what's uh, what's married life like? How long have y'all been married? Seven years, yeah. uh, just a couple of months ago. Yep. Yeah. What makes your uh, what makes your marriage unique in your opinion? I mean, I'd... we're both super nerdy in our own ways, <laughs> and we both just like lean into that. <laughs> um, you mentioned earlier she streams on on Twitch as well as Asia the Girl, and so she's. You know, she's doing like puzzly, like cozy games. And then I'm on the other side of the house 
streaming like Fortnite and Marvel Snap and all this weird <laughs> stuff. Yeah, uh, you're the you're the only couple that I'm aware of that has two completely separate full streaming spaces. Yeah, set up in your house. <laughs> and I even told her I'm like we like we could share a space. Like we'll build you a desk and all this stuff and she was like super adamant on like no, I want my own space, which Oh yeah, makes sense. Which is it's fantastic and I'm you know, I wasn't hurt by it. She wasn't trying to like escape me or anything. Um but no, she <laughs> she's got her own space. I've got a space and we're like super thankful for it. And uh, for a little while y'all were also set up in the kitchen, right? Cuz she was doing those um yeah cook along i mean that was a constant things. like setup and tear down for her yeah um to do stuff in the kitchen and those were fun i did like those yeah she's wanting to get back to those and i'm wanting to do some stuff outside because i'm i've recently gotten to cooking as well like because of my blackstone if you follow me on twitter at all you'll know that i'm a blackstone fiend <laughs> um but i would love to do some streams out there too um, but cool. yeah, I'm just super thankful. Like she's, she's like just as into it, but in her own way, like, it's not just like, Oh, I'm into this thing that you do. We have a shared discord. Cause we had our, each of us had a discord and we're like, why are we doing this separately? We have like the same community. So we joined that. Uh, we tried to join our TikTok accounts, but then it just stayed the same. It was like Luke and Asia, but I just kept posting my stuff and then she would post to her TikTok, And so literally just today i took it back <laughs> i changed it back to my name and i like released a video um, um, just like, let's do this one more time and it kind of did like a whole intro to myself again so. <laughs> all right but yeah we're we're constantly learning and, and yeah. growing alongside each other and it's been a huge blessing for sure that's awesome brother and congrats on the seven years man seven years ain't no Thank joke you. no i can't believe it's been that long <laughs> All right, so switching gears from marriage here, uh, what is something about you that most people don't know? Dude, I, ooh. Or are you an open I book? I missed this question when I was reading these earlier. <laughs> this is a good one. And all I can think of is the latest um, Secret, Secret Wars episode, which no spoilers, but there's like, a question that is asked as that same thing. So, um, Oh, dude, you secret and secret invasion. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah what yeah, did yeah. I call it? You said secret wars. Oh, it's, but, it's, I mean, it's, 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 yeah, the, I mean, that's yeah, the comic book. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. I know what question you're talking about though. <laughs> it's great. You guys should go watch it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like, I feel like I, I, you didn't know I was from Guam. I, I mean, I didn't, yeah, but do most people not know that? A lot of people don't. A lot <laughs> of people ask if we have doorbells. What? Or like just like random things on Guam. Like I'll tell them I'm from oh, Guam. Oh, in Guam. Like, <laughs> do, you, do you have like, do you live in houses? Do you have doorbells? Do you have it's a doorbell like, in your house? What? How close <laughs> is that to the Bahamas? I was like, not close. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. What about um, so, what about something that you're people, secretly they just into? met me and they see my like board game collection behind me. They're oh. like, dude, you've probably been collecting for a long time. I didn't have any of this 
until I met Matt and Bubba like three years ago. <laughs> so your secret shame is so like, that you got really hyper fixated on buying board games in a short amount. Oh of time. man, I I liked you know Risk and 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 Monopoly and Catan was probably the like closest thing to where I'm at now. Yeah. And then I met Matt and Bubba, and they're like, "Do you play board games?" And I was like, "I play Catan," and they're like. Okay, perfect. You should come over and play board games. And then, like, my first time playing, like, something outside of, you know, Hasbro um, was, like, on a Love Thy Nerd stream, like, three years ago. <laughs> yeah. So they, that was kind of my intro to board games and Love Thy Nerd. They infected you, for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we are starting to get to know Luke a little better, tomorrow we are going to dive into the faith of Frost. But, Luke, thank you for joining us today, brother. Yes, thank you for having me. We will take a pause right there. I'll have more with Luke tomorrow as we move on to his faith journey. But as for today, we are out of coffee, so it's time to wrap things up. But before we go, let's get our verse of the day. Today's verse is Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And with that, our Monday show is coming to a close. Thank you for joining us for Rise and Shine Nerds. We want to invite you to get behind the scenes by joining our LTN Discord community. Once you've joined at lovethynerd.com slash Discord, simply go to the channels and roles and click on the Rise and Shine Nerds channel to gain access to it. You can help us plan shows and segments and even be on the show yourself on occasion. And currently, we are taking suggestions that we will eventually vote on for the new name for our community. <laughs> Apparently, most people don't like Shiners because there's too many other things named Shiners. And so we are taking options and we will be voting on it during our next hiatus. Uh, <laughs> subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app or through the Love Thy Nerd YouTube channel so you don't miss an episode. And tell us what you think of the show via our socials at Rise and Shine LTN on Facebook and Twitter. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Daedra. And as always, a reminder Jesus loves you, nerds.